always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 145 of the Sun of Smiley podcast. I am sitting in Calgary, Alberta in the hotel here. It's about um, an hour and a half to showtime on the Friday. I'm here doing the shows at the Laugh Shaw Comedy Club, beautiful club. Um, did one show yesterday, packed on a Thursday. Incredible. And just actually got out of a um, fun event. And the fun event is I clogged my toilet and my hotel room and it overflowed. I don't even know what happened. I didn't throw any toilet paper in there. I didn't throw any paper towels. And, you know, I've been eating my vegetables. So I think as we're plumbing. So, yeah, so the guy came in, cleaned it. Um, first, he unclogged it, and he had to get a separate guy to clean it. And it's just super awkward, you know, watching somebody literally trying to, you know, fix your shit. That has been my last two hours. Other than that, I just have this tiny little conundrum I hope everybody can help me with. My dad's been hanging up. Um, like these strings of CDs, like CD-ROMs, like CD CDs outside of the house. And he hung it kind of on the patio. He hung it downstairs next to the doors. And they, they look hella weird. And they held, they, they actually look kind of haunting at night because just, you just see these rows of CDs kind of spins in the wind. And I asked him what they're for, and he told me it's for pest control. It's for flies. He said the flies got, you know, big eyes, and the eyes got... You know, whatever they got those mon- no, not mono vision, the opposite mono vision. Uh, so when they see the reflection in the CDs, then they get confused and they don't come to the house. And he was like pointing out, "Look, there's no flies around the house anymore." I personally think that's not the way it works. Because what about nighttime? I mean, flies don't. There's there's no shifts. Fly doesn't work on a daytime nighttime shift it's not like nighttime to go back home and have a nice dinner you know take a bath so i mean my brother did a little googling and we found this one source and it's kind of like somebody asked questions on yahoo answers it's called cora i think and they said it's actually not for insects it has no effects on insects it's only for birds and you know other type of animals because they get scared of the reflection that my dad's and they don't come to the house but i mean we don't have any birds that kind of pester the house so i i don't know if you know the answer to this let me know this is seriously asian dad pest control i mean last time my dad had moles in the house or raccoons or bears and his i mean his go-to is set traps and poison the whole backyard and hopefully kill everything in the neighborhood that's how he does it so if you know the answer to this question, if your parents or you personally has hung up CDs around the house to uh, you know avoid pests or flies come to the home, let me know. Let me know why that works and how it works. I'm very intrigued. Because, I mean, can't you just hang up mirrors? Like anything reflective, if that's the case. I mean, you guys, CDs are the cheapest. You can use DVDs. and I mean, can't you just do tinfoil? Wasn't that the cheapest? Just, just, you know, 
cover your house in tinfoils and nothing will fly close to it. I mean, if you gotta do tinfoil now, we just get into conspiracy territory, isn't it? It just seems like things shiny looks like things that people who's gone into the deep end would do. I don't know. I mean, I'm just glad my dad didn't put my CDs up. You know what I mean? Like, I got a few comic friends like, you know, it'd be hilarious if your dad's like put all your comedy CDs on and that's what he thinks of it. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. What a waste of money. Just putting merchandise up in display. Hopefully it deter flies. I'll just go to Home Depot and buy a candle. This last weekend, I uh, had a chance to take uh, my parents out for a nice brunch buffet there is a very upscale buffet in downtown vancouver um it's at oceans 999 that's what the uh, restaurant's called i don't know why 999 maybe it's opposite 666 i don't know i'm not gonna get into it and you know they do this really nice marketplace buffet on the sundays um and you go you know there's guy playing piano you know it's 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 classy it's not cheap either but i thought you know to be nice, take my parents out, my wife was with me, my brother came, you know, have a nice family outing. And, you know, if you've gone to these fancy places, sometimes we'll give you a lot of cool little things on the table. You know, sometimes it's like creamers, sometimes it's, you know, cool butter jars. And at this particular place, they give you these cool little jam jars. So the, it's like a full jar of jam, but the jam is tiny. The jar is tiny, so it's just kind of for one serving. And they got different flavors. And it's really cute. And it's really, um, you know, it's not something you see every day. You know, because they're, they're not cheap. I mean, nobody should be using one serving jam jars. Because the earth is on fire right now. So there are these things on the table. And I guess what my mom really wanted the whole time at the buffet was, wasn't like the seafood. Wasn't like the, you know, the meats or any of the dishes. She wanted the pudding. But she's calling it pudding. I'm pretty sure it's flan. It's the, um, you know, upper scale, you know, the gelatin thing, which I'm not a big fan of. Not a dessert guy. And so she's been eyeing it. I guess she got there in the beginning of the buffet. She said, well, that's what I want to eat. But she kind of, you know, diddle-daddle, took her time, ate a bunch of different things. And she was going to go back to the end. And they ran out. There was no flan left. She even called a guy over to complain to get more flan. And the guy's like, well, I'll go... I'll go to the dessert shop and see if we can get you some other stuff. And they did get more desserts. Don't get me wrong. These guys are very, you know, into the customer service and make sure you're happy. But they just didn't have any more flan. They didn't make any more. That's it. That's the end of flan times. So what my mom did is uh, instead of just, you know, okay, cool, thank you. Maybe better luck next time. She asked the guy if she can take the jars of jam home. And the guy's like, sure, take it home. Do whatever you want, right? They're not going to say no because, I mean, it's for you to, to use. If you want to take it home, go ahead. She took a total of 20 jars. 20 jars in her purse to the point like we're holding her purse outside because it's so heavy. She's like, oh, don't do not do it by the handle. It's going to snap. Just hold from the bottom. Like it's going to destroy your expensive purse for 20 jars of jam. So we got jams everywhere in the house right now. I don't even use jam often. I don't eat baked goods. So I don't know what we're going to use jam for she likes the jars i think that's what she wants she wants to use the jar for her little sauces you can put in lunch packs and stuff like that do we really need it not really could we just gone out and buy packets of ketchup and mayonnaise and relish yes we could have but you know you didn't get your flan so you gotta seek revenge on the flan gatekeepers 
Yeah. And we had the honors of taking it home because they want to go hang out. My parents want to go hang out by the, you know, it's by the docks and they want to go see stuff and go downtown. And and I had the honor of taking it home with a million jars of jam. I'm sure we still have 20 jars. I don't think anybody used any of it. And uh, I'm sure they'll last forever until they're no longer useful. And we just throw it out like all the rest of the stuff that we've done before in the home. Yeah, so we got Asian dad pest control. We got Asian mom buffet control. This is uh, this is uh, quite a quite a moment in the last few days. It's interesting, you know. I get in that type of mindset too, though. Don't get me wrong. When it's something free, I just have this urge to take a shit ton of it and put it somewhere that nobody needs or nobody wants. Like napkins, I have so many brands of napkins in my. Um, glove department in my car is just why why do I need napkins from every single corporation you know what I always end up using it for I use it for when I spill something so I don't know it's it's genetics that's what I believe in it's it's part of you you're never going to you know you're never gonna get away from it and if it comes to free and you came from a world where nothing is free, you want to make sure that free lasts a long time. Which ends up not free anyways, because it's going to cost you money to dispose it. Just letting you know, that's the lesson I learned. Take the free stuff, you don't use it, you're going to have to pay somebody to get rid of all the free stuff in your home. And I just recently moved, I can tell you that in, you know, first person, that it's painful. By the way, if you guys want to buy any furniture, I'm selling a futon and a dining set. <laughs> I just thought, if you want something, um, let me know because I'm trying to get rid of it. Again, this is not free. I didn't get it for free. But still, even not free stuff, it's hard to get rid of. If you want a dining set, it's a very nice dining set. Hit me up if you want a futon. I have a very nice futon. It's got a merry phone on it. Almost brand new. Maybe got a one or two dog hairs because my dog made a jump on it once or twice. But let me know if you want it. It's around. I got to get rid of it before the end of September or it's uh, I'm setting you on fire. Anyways, um, if you want to know where I am in the next few weeks, um, on September 5th, I will be at the Tipsy Piano Bar in Olympia, Washington. On September 6th and to the 7th, I will be at Capital City Theater in Salem, Oregon. And then um, the week after, September 13th, I will be at Craft Kitchen and Brewery in Bend, Oregon. And September 14th, I will be at Drake Bark in Eugene, Oregon. A lot of Oregon dates. And then September 19th, back at home, Moody Ales in Port Moody, British Columbia. September 21st, going to go to the Army and Navy Air Force um, Hall in Euclid, BC. And tickets are on sale right now online. You can go on my page or on my Facebook page or my website. It's everywhere. Um, end of the month, September 26th to 28th, I will be at One Night Stands Comedy Club in Waterford Township, Michigan, which tickets are also on sale, so check that out. And then uh, finally, on October 5th, I will be at the Kamloops Comedy Festival at the Rex Hall Theater in Kamloops, British Columbia. And any additional dates, please check on my website, again, at kingandhill.com. And that is this week's episode. Go out there, enjoy your life, leave the free stuff alone. There's always plenty of resources to come. But I'll see you next week at the same time, in the same place, with a brand new story of being the son of smiling.